It's the Tiltcast, episode 425. Don't throw your teeth at me. And this week, guys, we talk more Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Final Fantasy XIV, Fallout 76, and Fallout 4 Horizon Mods. Stay tuned. Don't bite my grandma. Wow. (sighs) The cans are strong. It hurt my ears on the monitor. You might have to turn that down a little bit. It's the Tiltcast. We're back. Okay. Um, it is uh, the 12th at 9.33 p.m. in the year of uh, the Corona Lord. Um, it is another episode, and we are in studio all together, distanced to an appropriate... Yeah. We're in a triangle. <laughs> we are. We are in a triangle on a circular table for table. That's correct. We're de- Oh, ow! It's okay. Uh, it's all right. That's just the you know. That's just the computer saying. There's an update. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna update right now. Not on recording night. Not on. Yeah, we we've learned our lesson. Before. <laughs> we can do that afterwards. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's another episode. We're back, and if you haven't heard us before, to the uninitiated, you're gonna get about a two hour show. Um, we're going to have about 30 minutes of bullshit, some games, bullshit. Some, some games and some news, and it is an M-rated show, um, not because we talk about crazy, I mean, we talk about some crazy shit, but it's not to the intended for, I don't know, we're not like talking about like crazy murders or anything like that, it's just bullshit. No, no it's, it's just It's literally bullshit. just bullshit. Yeah. Oh, fuck! God damn! <laughs> That'd be a studio dog here, uh, knocking the cord out of Jason's ear yet again. Jason's and screaming pulling. like a girl into the fucking microphone, blow my goddamn eardrums out. Wow. And the, uh, and the, and the monitor box... Landing squarely on my knee. Okay, we're gonna need you to be quiet. You got uh, the naked deaf dog over there. We took her collar off because is making a lot of jingle jangle noises. Oh, jingle jangles! Oh my god! Yeah, um, she is a live wire tonight. She is very much, very much so. We're gonna need you to calm down, hyper dog. Speaking of dogs, you know, it's funny. Um, I said last week I took the, the Zoe dog who's behind me being calm and quiet and like unnoticeable. Like a podcast dog should be. Like a podcast dog should be. And she came home and they put so much perfume on her. It smelled like my grandma was walking all over the house. <laughs> like I could smell her outside. Grandma dog. I mean, she is kind of grandmotherly. She's a really grumpy She's like Grumpy Lassie. Yeah, she is. She very very much so is. And I come in, and this is how we're greeted every week. We come through the door, and Lola the Wonder Dog can't hear us come through the door, but she can sense there's a, there's a change in the air pressure or something, and it triggers her uh, to jump from wherever she's at, from, like, deep sleep even, to... Like jumping up into your chest, or in my case, directly into my left nut. And, 
that's how I'm greeted every week. I get kicked in the nuts by a little, well, by a little thirty-pound bottle rocket. Today I got greeted with jumps on chest to pull my rope, daddy. Uh-huh. To pull my rope, daddy, while having to, <laughs> while having to uh, palm the Zoe dog at the same time. Your choice of words is very poor. <laughs> pull my rope, daddy. Sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a line on a hentai. <laughs> yeah, like there's no good that can come of this. You know. So, I don't, some of that is intentional. Wow. <laughs> Pull my rope down. I mean, a lot of times Lola the Wonder Dog really does act like a bad anime character anyway. Yeah, she just, she's not socialized right now. So the only human contact she has right now is you guys and me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we're here once a week. Right. So. so that little bit of other human interaction just excites her to an extreme degree. Because right now, if you guys weren't here, she'd be chilling with me on the couch. Of course. Head in my lap, just yep. passed out. Yep. Yeah. I'd just be sitting there playing a game. Mm-hmm. Dog passed out on my lap. Zoe by my feet, snoring. Mm-hmm. Making me sleepy. Right. Zoe. Zoe is a complete the the complete opposite when uh, when well, we she come is in ten and Lola's one yeah but still I mean she's the complete opposite when she you know, when we arrive she just kind of like doesn't even move her head from where she's resting on the chair and she just kind of gives you the sad eye she's like you know the tax for coming through that door is pets and I'm going to guilt you until you give it to me. Yep. If Lola the Wonder Dog allows you. Right. But she's done fighting Lola the Wonder Dog. Mostly. <laughs> um, Lola gets battle scars every now and then. Zoe does nip her pretty good. Well, I mean, just like any, uh, you know, gr- grumpy grandma, <laughs> you're going to get whopped. Yeah, I was going to say, grandma doesn't bite you. You're going to get whopped. Once. But that's just weird. <laughs> Yeah, at least mine. <laughs> I had to wait. <laughs> I had to wait till he was drinking. That's so fucked up. Why would Grandma bite you? I don't know. It's like, wait, no. The more important follow-up question would be: Did Grandpa remove his teeth before he bit you, or? <laughs> It's gonna be like getting. It's gonna be like getting gummed were, by a big lizard. Were, were you getting gummed, or were you, or no. were you getting the dentures? No, not even that. They just pull them out and throw them. At me. <laughs> I mean, they are kind of, they are kind of shaped like odd boomerangs, horseshoes. Oh my god! You know. No, no, we're we're not we're not going there. We're not going there. That's just so weird. <laughs> Pulls them out, throws them, comes right back. <laughs> <laughs> You've learned your lesson, didn't you? Yes, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> don't throw your teeth at me. Please don't throw your teeth at me again. 
Oh, it is a day. We're slap happy. <laughs> oh, totally. Oh, man. I had three hours of sleep. Totally. Fucking woke up in a start and be like, oh, shit. The, uh, the alarm clocks either didn't go off, went off, and I was fucking dead to the world. Right. Or, or, uh, or, 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 uh, I didn't set them. I don't fucking know. I mean, you can set an alarm that's at a reoccurring time at certain days, which is pretty much what I do. That's exactly yeah, what I, I do. haven't reset my alarm in forever. I've asked Alexa to turn the lights on full blast at a specific time. And if everything fails, like my phone just decides to like go on vacation at that particular moment, everything is run off of the phone. So say if I get an update that happens right when mm-hmm. that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm late for work or the podcast or whatever. Yeah, that's happened to me before where the form phone forces the update and your alarms don't go off the next morning because you haven't done that initial sign in to your phone. Right. Fucking bastards. Yeah. Technology and your fucking updates. Know that I've gotten the luxury of sleeping past the time I gotta be at work in a very long time. Well without I mean, you are constantly at work. Yeah, right now. I'm literally sitting in the same chair I sat in for, you know, the like sadness. eleven hours today. This is the sadness. Work from home sucks sometimes. This part does suck. I almost wish the podcast room was in a different room. <laughs> or that you'd set that up in a different room. Yeah. Well. Well, this is the protected room. Yes. yes. That's why the work computer isn't here, because I don't... For whatever reason, she doesn't mess with the computer, you know, let's just continue to knock on wood. She has not done shit to my computer. Has no bear, no interest to her. Um, except for the keyboard that she ate, but that's different. Now I've got wireless everything that can be thrown in a drawer. Um, she knows how to get the drawers. Apparently, that's what happened to your VR stuff. But the door was the drawer was cracked open. Yeah, if I don't leave the if I leave the door closed, I'm fine. She just power licked my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, ah, ah, ah. oh my god, dog. She said, "It's time. I've been good. Now Give me pets. my reward." Gotta move shit because she's gonna beat it with her tail. Oh no! Yeah, it's funny. I took her to get her nails clipped because I realized how much she's uh, scratching you all. Because she's a very bouncy animal, and it's weird when you go to the vet um, or the vet that I go to, they have like a an awning that you drive under and you give them a call, and they come out and pick up your dog, and then you just wait in the parking lot and they bring the dog back out to you. So I went out there. And I was getting her nails clipped and getting her all the, you know, more doggy booster shots. And she, uh, they just call you an update while they're in there. Yeah. So sitting on the phone with Jessa talking to her and I keep having to put Jess on hold. And then the vet calls me and he's like, hey, so Lola's very excited today. Lola climbed up on, on the vet tech's shoulders and he's wearing a dog hat. <laughs> It's like I gave her a shot in the butt and I almost missed and hit him in the neck. <laughs> Damn. I, I'm pretty sure that's not something they get to say often. 
I said, you have a very active pity mix. And I said, yes, yes, I know. Hey, Steve, <laughs> you're inoculated versus rabies. <laughs> it was, oddly enough, it was rabies plus a few other things. Um, yeah, they usually give them the rabies and the uh, three and one or the six and one all at the same time. Yeah, it was the, I think it was the six and one. I was just, she was due. So I got all of it done all at once. And, uh, yeah, and then somehow they trimmed her nails in like five minutes. I don't know how because I've been, I was trying to do the good thing and trim my dog's nails. And apparently Zoe hates it. Um, and it took them forever to trim their her nails. And then Lola is just so active. I've tried trimming them while she's sleeping. And then she wakes up and then she starts moving her paw. Because she the feels the pressure. Yeah. So I've just realized that I'm just going to have to buckle down and just get both of their nails clipped at the vet because I just cannot do yeah. it. Well, and I, I don't want, on... it's, you know, and I don't like it when their nails get so long that it's hard for them to walk and I've got the hard floors. Yeah. And well, I mean, he starts duck walking because she can't walk anymore. You know, we've got to break that break down and do it for our pity because he won't he won't let me do it. It's 11, like I've tried. It's literally 11 bucks at the vet. Um, <laughs> it's, it's totally worth it. I, I've tried on several occasions and I'll get through. I'll get through about half of them. And then when he's done, you can't stop him from getting away from you. And he won't let. He won't let me near him for days afterward. Like, he's traumatized by the whole experience. Um, Zoe whines, then hides her feet, and then starts licking like crazy and gets really anxious. And I can do a nail a week. And 10 weeks is, you know, in, dirty. In my just constantly doing them. Yeah. In my defense and putting my wife on the spot, most of that's her fault because she went to try to do it the first time by herself. Mm, no. And she clipped his quick. Uh, Oh, no. So he's always going to remember that. Yep. Just like Earl remembers shadow boxing with me yes. years and years and years ago. She's like a telltale character. She just remembers forever. <laughs> yep. Zoe remembers. Zoe, Zoe will remember so, that. But, yeah. It, it's just one of those things we just haven't haven't gotten it done. But, like, his shots, I give him, I give him all his shots except the rabies because the rabies... You have to have done by a registered vet tech, so you don't get in trouble with the city. Well, and Yay. that's why she's jingle jangling, is she's got her little rabies tag on the collar. That's what that is. Yeah. Which, with her being a pit bull mix, I absolutely need to have that on her at all times, because I don't want somebody to freak out. She, you know, she escaped once and went around the block licking the little kids, um, which is... <laughs> She was licking the hell out of this little kid's face, which is how I was able to catch her last one of the times before. <laughs> I mean, and the kid was just laughing, but like it could, like a parent or an overworried parent could have saw the little pity mix lick in their face and assumed she was attacking and right. hurt her, you know? Yeah. And she doesn't look vicious at all. Which is, and she's uh, not big. Like the next door neighbor's pit bull is like a seventy-five pound pit bull, right? That yeah. barks constantly and seems more vicious than either of my dogs well um, and that's what you know i hate that that breed's been so uh they're nursing dogs i mean so they're yeah. nanny dogs they is the thing is I, i've got a picture uh on my facebook of my nephew and he uh, is you know my brother has two pit bulls like full-size pit bulls 
Uh, and that's the thing was my nephew's like, you know, three, you know, yeah, in the back seat with two black pit bulls on either side of him, just staring forward. And the picture is, I mean, it's cute because he, you know, he's, you know, my nephew's got hands on both those dogs and these dogs are basically towering over him. But you know that that kid is probably the safest kid at that moment. <laughs> yeah, nobody's yeah. going to touch that kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, the pit bulls are just a case of a few... People wanted to train few them to wrongly fight. wrongly raised animals villainizing a whole breed. Yeah. Well, and they're a weird mix of several different breeds. Yeah. Right? I mean, you've got several different types of pit bulls. I think she's an American pit bull terrier and a boxer. She she's definitely American Staffy and boxer mix at least. Yeah, because she's got the long legs. She's kind of like built like a kangaroo though. Yeah, she's like a little yeah. mini, like a wallaby is what she's. Oh, she's she, like wallaby sized. Fucking bounces like one too. Jesus, <laughs> I know, right? She, Your left nut knows it <laughs> for sure. Like she's never bit down anybody. You're right. I mean, she's right. bit down on my hand before while playing with the rope by accident, and then she realized what happened. Right. And then the dog's like super submissive, super sad. Like she knows that she did the wrong thing. She sees my face. Yeah. And then I hold my hand kind of like I'd hold a wounded paw, and then she knows that she hurt me. Right. And then she's just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then she does that for like an hour. And you're just like, all right. All right. We get it. I know. I know. I'm still pet. Yeah. We're still friends. Don't worry about it. <laughs> It's, it, but she's gotten better about, like, yeah. biting down. So, like, when I play rope, like, she used to run all the way across the yard and, like, fly into me, into the rope. And that's how I would get my bites on my hands occasionally. Mm -hmm. Now she'll come up and run really fast and then kind of mouth it until she knows she has rope and then she grabs it. Right. When I feed her um, from my hand, she pulls it away with her tongue. She does not bite down on my hand when I give her food. See. She's, she's gotten she's, a lot better with a lot of that stuff. She knows. And I think they all uh, they all really do kind of know that. It's just, Oh yeah. You know, it, it's the 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 horror stories that you hear basically just just that. I mean, you don't ever walk down the street and see a freaking Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger or anybody that's going to fucking like jump out of the fucking, you know, bush and stab you. But that's the horror story, right? That's the boogeyman. And I think that the the uh, the battle trained pit bull is basically the boogeyman. It's they're rare that they're so rare that uh, that running into one you know by accident is yeah more often like the same thing with Roddy's. Like most yeah. Roddy's, unless they're trained to be mean, are big. Gassy babies. Well, yeah, they they're <laughs> again Rottweilers. Babies. They're nanny dogs. Yeah, they're full-on nanny dogs. But I mean, they're nanny dogs that you can ride into battle. You you run <laughs> you run into any abused, mistreated, or poorly trained animal, and it's a bad mix either way. Right. Well, Lola's badly trained in that she licks my face a lot, and then Jason hates being licked in the face. Oh. I do. <laughs> I'm constantly, every time I come over, Aww. like, waiting on Rusty, I'm just, no, I will give you my hand, just 
keep your tongue off of my face. Well, apparently she <laughs> like... doesn't go for my face. She goes for my elbow. <laughs> but then I also, uh, aside from your dog adventures, I, I noticed you've been uh, watching artwork across the street. Yeah, your neighborhood is fucking weird, man. It's just getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> this guy is building pallet shit. So, like... Like I'm planters just, and shit, right? I'm just not... I understand why. It didn't start until COVID, and I, I figure he had a regular job, and then things happened, and then that's just what he decided he was going to do. So, one day in April, the, all these pallets started showing up at this guy's driveway. And then the sauce just never stopped. Like he just runs the saw all day in the front yard. It's like he's got he's got like a covered area and he's got a backyard. Like I don't understand why all of it is in the front yard. But there's like forty five pallets across the street in this guy's yard and he is building planners and his, basic furniture and his front yard is full of planners. Yeah. It's and there's a trailer out there now that has even more. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just, yeah. Between I can't, that I can't even sell his, the fucking house at kid, this point if I want to. His kid was out front tearing pallets apart when I drove up. Yep, yep, was still, still out there an hour later. After it, it goes from nine a.m. until day, dark. Until dark, yeah, a little bit after dark it stops. That's, so right about now. And then Zoe, Zoe gets anxious occasionally after she's heard the saw for a while. I understand it while she's barking at the door because I'm like, dude, I wish you would fucking stop too. But <laughs> I don't give him shit because this is probably his income right now with what's going on. Yeah. And I'm just, I want to be understanding. Now, if this is still going on in like a year, like, oh, yeah. like, but I want something. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk across the street and be like, dude, I wanna sell my house and I can't sell my house if there are forty five pallets across the yard. Nobody will buy my fucking house. You gotta do something about this. Right. Um and hopefully the kids next door aren't still having a party every fucking every they're, other day. They're having a party tonight. Yeah, buddy. Really it wasn't here when I drove up. No, there was like maybe six or seven cars now. Jesus. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Dude, home ownership sucks sometimes. Well, six years ago, neither of these people lived here. Yeah, that's true. Right. Fun times. His neighborhood was quiet six years ago. Yeah, really quiet. Aside from the occasional uh, kid antics from the other side of you. Well, and I've got the, I've got the dickhead at the very end of the block that drives his motorcycle down the street behind me at as fast as it will go once a day like he's driving a ducati or something yeah yeah i think he's got a little crotch rocket but like you just hear it wind up it's like right around lunchtime right about eight or nine o'clock sometimes sometimes a little bit earlier you just hear it flying by and it's you know about 10 minutes i'm just gonna like and then it, somebody's got a real fast car around the corner, too, that does the same thing down that road, because there's literally no cops right there. Yeah. The, the speed limit's already 50. They probably take it to about 150. Like, it's cool. as fast as they can get going before they hit the stoplight. Cool. Fucking 
neighborhoods, man. That's the worst I have to deal with is the fucking neighbors that slam the fucking door. They still fucking do it, by the way. Um, <laughs> though they're they're a little more respectful. They only slam the door at about seven to eight in the morning. After that, I think they're I think they actually got jobs. Maybe, hopefully. I don't know. Um, my downstairs neighbor's perfectly fine now. Total chill dude. Has a cat. Hangs out in the window. Perfectly fine with that. Uh, and and uh, Rusty taps on the glass every so often. Oh, we'll be like, here, kitty. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, the uh, the there is one guy that has a fucking I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's loud, like the loudest fucking motorcycle I've heard in a long fucking time. And it's uh, it's always at about eight o'clock in the morning. He will turn that fucker on, and it'll be sitting there bup, 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 for fucking like ten. Was it a Harley? I don't know. It's fucking loud. Like if it's a Harley, then he's got he's got it set up in such a way to be the loudest fucking Harley. Well, most Harleys are loud. Yeah, I mean, but you don't want a Harley for how it runs. You want a Harley for how it sounds. Well, that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like a Harley, though. I mean, I've, I've, I'm not a big fucking bike guy, really, honestly. But uh, what yeah. I, what I get from it is that it's running for ten fucking minutes, and I don't know about you. But... That sounds like a Harley. You gotta, you gotta get it running for a while, otherwise it's gonna die. Yep. You gotta warm it up, man. In the summertime. Yeah. At yeah. All times. Really. Yeah. I don't fucking have a bike. I haven't ridden one in Harleys, Indians, anything that's uh, anything that's not water-cooled, you basically have to sit there and run it. Start fucking being like a crotchety old man. Turn your fucking shit off, you bitch. I mean... <laughs> yeah, the... Come out with a fucking king. <laughs> yeah, speaking of old men, we had Rusty stretch out our appendages. <laughs> oh, we did. We did. Right. So, Jason has a wait, dead arm, and wait. I have a dead arm. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Arms. We're just going to go with arms here. Yeah. No, I, uh, so. You're fine. Right? I made, I committed a, uh, a big mistake yesterday. We, uh, yesterday started out great. We got the adoption finalized. So. That's a pretty big it, deal. It's official. Nice. Um, and, uh, so afterward we took the kids to sky zone, which is basically for most people around the country. They, they know urban air probably better. It's basically a trampoline park with right. some other stuff. And right now they've got like a, you know, American Ninja warrior type kind of ropes course. And of course the kids want to do that. And then they wanted me to do it with them. And I, uh, yeah, stupidly said, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm still young. I mean, you're the youngest one here, but we're not young. <laughs> and, uh, I guarantee, I guarantee you there, there was one, there was one time I slipped off of a, uh, off of like a trapeze bar uh -huh. and... and I landed on my left side. Oh, buddy. 
So I'm pretty sure I either stretched when I when I lost grip of it. Yeah. I either overstretched you probably, the arm yeah. and then compressed it when I landed. So I was stuck basically not being able to lift my arm level all day. Yeah. <laughs> Until I came along. So I've literally been waiting for tonight to have Rusty literally just yank on my arm. Because I'm a big fucking counterweight. <laughs> he is. <laughs> uh, and then pushed down on it while I rolled it just to kind of move the thing in the socket because I I couldn't actually turn the steering wheel with my... Oh, it's starting to tighten up again. I actually couldn't turn the steering wheel with my left hand. Let me karate because, chop that fucker. Because I could not uh, rotate my shoulder, period. Rotate, wax on, <laughs> wax on. Um, and then Justin's I mean, arm's been numb all day. That's just because he, well... Just having a stroke. Don't uh, worry about it. I, it's all right. <laughs> Fuck. I mean... <laughs> it happens. Um, I get it's mouth, shoulder. Um, I get it right there in the elbow. Yeah, I don't get it in the elbow. I get it in my wrist and in my shoulder. And when it's in my shoulder, uh, my arm goes numb. It's, uh, because it's pinching the nerve cluster. Yep. I was just asking yep. Rusty to just you yank have... on my arm. Yeah. I yep. don't know. I'm not Basically a yanking, chiropr- yanking on my shoulder is what the deal is. I'm not a chiropractor, guys. <laughs> no, I was, doing, I was trying to stretch it out doing push-ups and all sorts of shit but for you guys got here. I trust Rusty to... Move in a direction. Move in a direction. <laughs> <laughs> and, and pull hard. Yeah. You just trust me to pull until it busts. And, 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 well, gravity has a hold on me, so you ain't going to move me. (laughs) Not not trying to sound macho, but I am the dude who's stupid enough to sit there and, uh, when he's dislocated it several times, just roll on my right shoulder until it popped back into place. There's a reason why your problem is, (laughs) you have problems with your fucking shoulder, you dumbass. (laughs) Amazingly, I'm never broken any of my collarbones or rotator cuffs. You better knock on some fucking wood, you dumbass. (laughs) You ain't young forever. (laughs) I know, right? But, no, that, or it was the zip line. I mean, you put yourself in some fucking weird situations. I mean, I can tell you that I was not on a fucking trapeze or a zip line. The bad part is this week. They they have the zip line labeled as, oh, this is, this is, this has a weight capacity of up to 300 pounds. I'm like, yes. And then as I start going down, I realize, oh, yeah, I can't let my legs dangle because I'm too tall for this bitch. So I pull my body weight up (laughs) just so I don't bottom out the freaking zip line. And then I had to write it back because I get to the end of it and I realize, oh, if I let go, I'm not landing in foam. I'm landing on plywood. <laughs> yeah. You're fucked. Because this was made for kids. <laughs> because kids bounce on plywood? Is is that what you... No, he's saying oh. he bounces. No. He doesn't bounce. Oh. He falls through the, foam. Okay. Yeah. Oh. The, uh, no, the, the pit was only long enough for a child. She just unplugged the monitor. Fucking dog. There we go. All right. Um, 
So this pit's only long enough for a child. So there's only about a three-foot space at the end of the zip line. You put yourself in some weird fucking positions, man. <laughs> like, seriously. like. Well, I have I have two young children who, who want could, to... You could look at who, the pit and be like, no, want, I'm not going to kill myself today. Thanks, kids. Who want to see Daddy Jason have fun the way they are. That That's fine. Take him to the batting cages. Oh, oh yeah. Be like, dodge this. <laughs> Actually, I've been toying with the idea. Titan's like, I want to go play golf with you. Oh, no. Prepare for an entire afternoon. Yeah. I actually really enjoy golf. Dude, take I... him to putt-putt. You'll be fine. <laughs> like, seriously. Actually... When it when it open when it starts back up this fall, um, just teach because they sus they suspended it for yeah. this spring and summer, obviously. But uh, the public Tulsa golf courses, the ones run by the city, actually have a first tee program that is free. Oh well, there you go. Um, for for children his age, and they actually start instruction and stuff. At that age. Okay. Go for it. Be fun. Would be just, fun. Just take him to, if you take him to Putt-Putt, just re remind him to teach him not to use a driver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I don't think they appreciate anybody calling out for <laughs> on a Putt-Putt course. Oh, you're, I can I can make the ball fly with a putter. You're not supposed to hit the 18th hole on the first hole of a putt-putt course. Just saying. <laughs> no, I actually really enjoy golf. I can't watch it on TV, but I can go out and swing clubs. I can't even emulate an announcer for that because it would put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not me either. I can't even... I, I, I was going to try. I was going to try it, just then, and I'll be like... Mm. So, most golf announcers are kind of like... Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, there is a National Geographic Jeff Goldblum special on Disney+. Plus. I think it's How the World Works or something like that. Something like that, yeah. With Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And listening to most golf announcers is kind of like listening to Jeff Goldblum in that in that documentary series. It's just... And almost monotone. So you're telling me that I can put these weird ingredients in, 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 into this cup, in, in this machine right here, and, press and get what is quite possibly one of the most amazing ice creams I've ever tasted. Please stop. You're putting me. You're putting me to sleep. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> Holy fuck! Oh wow! <laughs> wow! That is what that entire documentary series is like. I, I watched the first five minutes and passed out for the rest of it. It was bad. It was bad. It. <laughs> most of the episodes are actually pretty interesting it's just you have to stay awake amongst amongst jeff goldblum's 
current like lumbering speaking and walking pace like the man there is not <laughs> there is not a muscle on that man that moves faster than this i think that was actually showcased in his <laughs> uh in, in his nike episode oh dude <laughs> yes where, the shoe episode where, where nike was trying to get him into a running shoe but they took him to a simulation room to run over a plate and they um they basically said no no, no you're just you're fast walking we, we need you to run and this is and he's, and he's like, like this, this is my run <laughs> he's like well i can't go any faster <laughs> Jeez, it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> I think everything about the man is slow. Slowed down. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> he is getting pretty up there in years. and We all are. <laughs> Holy fuck. Just on my way over, I was... Uh, I, I flipped the fucking radio on for the, f like, the second time since I owned the car, right? Normally it's on Bluetooth, but I just put it on the fucking radio. I, and, uh... Flip the stations through, because, of course, I haven't scanned the fucking thing. I'm not, like, techie or anything. Um, uh, and uh, I ended up on the local, uh, you know, classics station. Classic rock. Yeah. Well, it's classics, not just classic uh, rock, because, you know, that's, that's just the way things are anymore. Uh, and... Um, then I then I had this this slow realization that uh, uh, I'm listening to the oldies, like real 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 oldies. No, like this is Joan Jett and stuff like that, right? But this is this is our oldie station. Like when I was growing up, the the oldie station was like 50s, 60s, 70s. You no, know. it was 50s and 60s, and sometimes you got early 70s, but right. that wasn't often. It was mostly 50s and 60s. Right. But this this is our oldie station. Our classic rock stations are our oldie stations. There is no oldie stations anymore. They don't play the 50s and 60s anymore. No, they play the 70s and 80s. <laughs> and the 90s is now classic rock. <laughs> I mean... So on, uh, I've never wanted a fucking cane harder in my life. <laughs> no, no shit on one of the, I, I know which station you're talking about uh -huh. yeah. on that very station. I was listening to it in the car one day while I was on lunch Yeah. and it played Britney Spears hit me baby one more time. Oh my God. On that station. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no! We're... Oh, when the fucking like oldie stations become that? Oh, dude, it's over. I mean, in a few years, all you're gonna hear is NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, and Britney Spears on your oldie station. Oh my god, I'm done. You know what sucks even worse is before too long, I'm you're done. not gonna recognize anything on the oldie station because you're too old. <laughs> Because that shit's progressing much faster with us than it did for our parents. 
I'm good if I'm I don't good. know that it did. I'm good. Time doesn't dilate for us, dude. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying the... It just seems like that. <laughs> I mean, there, there was a classic station that played 50s, 60s, and 70s up and up until about six years ago. Well, and that's when it started transitioning. I mean, I wasn't even out of my thirties when it started transitioning. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I, I, okay. So this is, this is when you know you are getting old. This, this is, this is the, this is the point when you are shopping at Walmart and you're bopping along to a song, and you realize none of these kids know what this song is. And you have you heard it when it first came out. But the fucking like teenager that's like sitting right there can face into a phone or whatever and uh has never heard this song before. What? Oh my god. Done. Now I'm a and and the the funny thing is, is I can't tell you I cannot even point out a song that's come out in the last five years. I like, can't miss nothing. I like can't do anything, anything radio. New, right, anything new that would be on the radio. Like I I can't I can't tell you. But I mean, to be fair, <laughs> and it's not me being an elitist. It's just me having a particular taste. Nothing I, almost nothing I listen to is on the radio so, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I will agree with you. This is how bad it's gotten. I, um, somebody at work and I'll say they're in their, in their mid twenties. Ask me what music I was listening to on my phone. Oh yeah. And I, and I said, well, here, I'll just play some of it for you. What was on my phone at time was Layla. Because I have a playlist that's all like Derek and the Dominoes and Eric Clapton and BB King and shit like that. Okay, Wait, and you he just was put like yourself an old person category. <laughs> yeah, you <he> did. <laughs> and he was like, "What is that, dude? I've never heard that before. I dig it. What is? Who is that? I don't think I've ever heard anything like that before. I was like." Who are your parents, and what did they raise you on? <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, my father raised me on progressive seventies rock right, and metal. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, it it started off as progressive, and then my dad's taste actually was more of the uh, the rebel because most of the people up you know, you, in my family were your parents are the youngest out of all three of us, right? Right. Yes, they're still in their. Early fifties, maybe. Yeah, they're just turning fifty. See, my father's sixty-two. Yeah. It, see, my mom's in her early seventies, and my dad turns seventy next year. Right. So, I mean, it's it's. I've said this on the on the show before. My my mom was thirteen. My dad was fifteen when they had me. So, I mean, they were fairly young. Uh, and, and of course they, you know, they grew up in, you know, you know, in the seventies era, but they also, that 
Well, they actually grew up almost in the eighties. Yeah. So yeah. Well, their teen, you know, their teenage years were in the eighties. The thing is, is that when uh, when people get to about thirteen years old or so, they they end up finding or solidifying their musical tastes. Uh, and my dad was rebelling at that point because, of course, I was a thing. Uh, that happened in his life, and his family didn't necessarily enjoy the fact that he was a father at 15, and he was rebelling against just about everything, so he, you know, started going down the, you know, the rock point, you know, where, so he, he latched onto that, where everybody up there is either, was either oldies or, uh, country. So... Right, doo-wop or country, basically. Right. So, so basically, you know, so I grew up around rock and roll, and it started off progressive. But he was doing like, uh, he was doing you know metal, hair bands, freaking all kinds of stuff, power ballads, all kinds of stuff, right? So it was. Your dad was, a White Lion fan? I mean, he had a disc, so. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, some poison, some rat, poison, rat, all kind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that kind of stuff. Exactly. You know, that, that was what I grew up on. And of course I picked up on that more than pretty much anything else. One of my very first discs, one of my very first albums that I ever actually had for myself and I played the fuck out of was the black album. Love it or hate it, I like, you know, I played the fuck out of it. Um, just Metallica. So, I, um, you know, that that was what I, you know, what I grew up on. Yeah, and, the, the first CD I ever bought was um, Countdown to Extinction by Megadeth and then the Black Album after that. Because right. I had to get into that Megadeth versus Metallica thing. Oh, well. And, and then Dirt by Allison Chains was the next disc I bought. Right. Wow. Yeah. And then Soundgarden... Uh, Super unknown, and then it would have been Allison Chain self titled. Then I've discovered Nine Inch Nails, went down that industrial rabbit hole, oh, yeah. and I, ministry. I, um, I, I know that road, <laughs> um, you know. And saw Marilyn Manson without knowing who the hell he was with Nine Inch Nails when I was way too young to be at either concert. I mean, one of, yeah, one of my, you know, the next ones that I picked up. And this is where I, saw, I started. I snuck to out of my house when I was twelve years old to go see White Zombie. Yep. See, that was that's where I was going. I started diverging from my dad's tastes when I started listening to uh, to uh, to White Zombie, and you know he didn't necessarily like it so much. Yeah, um, my dad said it was oversimplified, and we're talking about a guy that really likes Kansas and yes, and thought that Metallica was too simple, but he got on board with me with. Megadeth is like I can I can't play some of these songs. This is cool, right? You know, <laughs> but but I like the uh, I went down more of an industrial path when it comes to like you know White Zombie right. and whatnot. So that's that's know. where all of the weird electronic stuff, the Aphex Twin mm-hmm. um, kind of bullshit that I still like quite a bit. Autiker, um, band called Sanctum that I really like. That's a mix of like Renaissance music and industrial. Um, it's in noise industrial. Noise industrial is a whole other genre I get into trying to rebel harder. And then my t- taste refining, you know, that's where Radiohead was a good mix of, like, if you listen to Kid A or, Parent- or uh, OK Computer, like, they're real good mixes of people that use samples and mix with traditional music. 
Right. And that, you know, I didn't want to get trapped in time, so I continued to diverge my tastes, and I still do. Yeah. I was actually had it as a show note to remind myself. I've been, a lot of the musicians have been diversifying during all this stuff and doing some really interesting stuff. Yeah. And so I've been watching musicians on Twitch. Um, so a lot of musicians have decided to do that. I've got a couple of favorites that I'm actually going to mention just because I felt like that's a cool idea. Um, I watched Dave Davidson, which is a, this is actually band t-shirt I'm wearing. It's called revocation. It's a, uh, they basically thrash mixed with modern metal. Um, but the guy's nearly virtuoso level guitar player. He's doing Twitch streams, playing different requests and playing mini concerts and all sorts of stuff. And then I listened to about another t-shirt from a guy named Dean Lamb, um, who is a guitar player for a band called Archfire, and they play a lot of, he goes, does everything from classical to weird death metal stuff. I mean, and ring. he's got, he's got a Patreon right now called the, he's got like this weird prawn system, like everybody's different levels of prawns. <laughs> and he plays like this, like Final Fantasy music behind it. So he goes back and forth between playing stuff that has to do with video games. Mm-hmm. And stuff that has to do with him playing guitar, um, which is really, to me, pretty interesting. Like, he played uh, everything the band has ever wrote on a live stream the other night while he's taking requests. And he's, like, talking while he's playing this incredibly... He's reading the chat and playing extremely hard-to-play stuff, stuff that's going to be beyond my skill level for probably most of my life. Um, And it's just kind of interesting. Like, I was doing that instead of the traditional Twitch chat stuff. And he puts out videos like a fucking monster. Like, I know that he's literally said, We're, I'm making almost no money right now. I can't tour. So this is what I'm doing. You know, please donate if you can. And if not, you know, you'll get the free stream tomorrow, the recording or whatever. I've donated a couple times. And I bought a, one of their band t-shirts. And I messaged him saying, I need to make sure I'm buying it from the site that gives you guys the most money. What site is that? And then I got the link of where to go. He's like, this is where you can support us best. So I bought a t-shirt because, you know, why the hell not? They're not doing any kind of tours. They're not selling any kind of merch, really. Right. But it's just interesting how people are diversifying, Yeah. you know. Oh, definitely. Well, but that's... I feel like I got to say it just because you guys did. So the first albums I bought, <laughs> I bought four. ACDC Highway to Hell. I didn't I, need to buy I, that. I had that from Dad. I recorded that off the radio. Well, what was Zeppelin, on the radio? Led Zeppelin Physical Graffiti. Uh, I had that one as well because of Dad. <laughs> I had uh, that one too. Guns and Roses Appetite for Destruction. Another one from Dad. Because if you like lead guitar in the eighties, that was the album you wanted. Right. Pretty much it. Yeah. And uh, mostly because <clears throat> of my dad's influence, Eric Clapton's <clears throat> Pilgrim album from nineteen ninety eight. Okay, I didn't have that one. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole reason I like Cream is yeah. because of dad and clapton and all that other stuff well i mean my dad listened to a lot of 70s rock but he also listened to a lot of 70s blues and he stuck with clapton and then uh clapton's fucking amazing he was he was a big uh he's a big garth brooks fan like (laughs) most people who were in their 40s in the 90s so you know there was a lot of that too yeah dad got as far as nevermore thrash wise and then he's backed off a little bit we're more into dream theater territory right now with dad, but yeah. I did show him. I was, I've been listening to a lot of music over the last week. There's a cover by a band called Elysian that does roundabout by yes. I showed yes. him that and he was like, Holy hell. He's like, I have never yeah. imagined 
Yes with the drummer that plays double bass. And right? the, guy, the guy sings like the dude from Yes. Um, the guy's got an incredible range. He does all sorts of different stuff. So, but this it's a badass cover. If you this will sound bad, but this is like the hardest I've got my dad outside of seventies rock. Oh boy, is uh, getting him to uh, listen to uh, covers of uh, the uh, disturbed covers of uh, Land of Confusion. And Sound of Silence and the uh, Pantera com- cover of Cat Scratch Fever, and he keeps <laughs> those and he keeps those in his playlist. But like that's the only way I get him to listen to modern bands is like if they actually do a good cover of something. Well, you know, almost everybody in Pantera is dead right now. Yeah. <sighs> Sadness. Well, I mean, Vinny and Vinny and uh, Dime are both dead. Yeah, yep. It's literally just Rex and uh, Phil and Selma. And Phil and Selma blew his voice out a long time ago. Yeah. Like, there ain't anything that's been good since Down, Nola. Um, he hasn't released a good album in 20 years, and that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he really hasn't, but he also hasn't had the vocal range in he, the last 20 years. He's just got a low voice. He's got another project band. He was trying to do some kind of weird, dark cowboy rock thing. And he's just yeah. Cowboys out. from Hell is where all that started. No, 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 no. Cowboys from Hell is where Pantera actually got good. Before that, they were a hair metal band. No, no. I mean, where he started experimenting with a lot. Yeah, with, but I mean, he had a range and voice with Pantera. When he got out of Pantera, he his voice dropped out, and everything that he's done since, like he's just monotone. That's yeah. all he can do. He's just he fucked his voice, but. Yeah. At the same time, I mean, he's probably like fifty-five at this point. At the same time, though, I mean, a young buck still. Shit, they were <laughs> they were one of the very few heavy metal bands that actually came out of Texas. Uh, uh, of course, he went country at some point, or tried to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. See, I got a new message. Oh wow, another video. This is almost daily. That's pretty cool, actually. And nice. also, if you're really interested in theory and stuff like that, he teaches that. And the other thing that this guy's doing for money is he teaches lessons via Discord. So you can join his Discord, and you can learn stuff, and he teaches to an audience at the same time. Oh, wow. And then That's he teaches good. his wife songs for free, like, you know, and they make a comedy bit out of it. But they right. do songs together, and she'll pick songs that she wants to learn that are four different levels, and it'll be easy to hard. And the easy... Is hard for me. Um, I've learned a couple of different songs or parts of songs. I usually pick a few riffs from a song. They're like, we're going to try this. And he learns them in 20 minutes. He learns four songs. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I can't play a guitar to save my life. Um, there was one day that I was just bored and I sat with a guitar just started planking along i'm just gonna put this video on repeat just figure out shapes see what i can do yeah that's it's pretty mm-hmm. satisfying i i really do enjoy playing guitar again yeah i even as much as you've been talking about i picked mine up a couple times my problem is i can't get more than i can't get more about than about 30 minutes before my left hand just completely freezes up I think that's probably one of my problems. Uh, I realized that I was going to have problems with uh, 
you know, with fretting anything. Yeah, but you have baby skin hands. There's, it's not that. It's the that's grip. why you get dick burn. <laughs> God damn! Yeah, set yeah, you up. Yeah, you did. I was, like, I was looking for an opportunity, like, and it arrived. What the fuck happened to my hands? Oh, I probably got dick burn. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a. It's been a slow couple days. <laughs> Feel a little bit parched over there. They make lotion for these things. I know, and you I need put to it get on the skin more. to make it whole again. Yeah, well, you know, got to keep my hands supple. <laughs> I've got some. I've got some rough hands. They're not good for for meat beating. But yeah, no, I get. I get like 30 minutes in and the middle of my hand will cramp up so bad that I can't, I lose the ability to bend my two middle fingers in the right position on the fret. It's right here. I'll I'll end up getting the cramp right in the middle of the palm and then I'll have tightness across the, you know, the back of my hand. I found it's been helping me with stretching my hands back out from working all day. Well, if you're, if you're typing, you know, and you just have extended fingers, being able to, you know, to, you know, grip something, I mean, that's not a dick, uh, that's, uh, if, if that, and you've done it before, your hands are actually trained, even though you don't do it every day, you don't play guitar every day, I don't know what else you do every day, but just, uh, you don't play guitar. He's not getting dick burn. (laughs) Look, no, but it's, the problem is it's like, I'm always wearing a pair of leather gloves and it ain't funny. You need a lot of lubrication. (laughs) You know, they make sleeves for that. At least my right hand. It's, I don't, is not as calloused because that's my picking hand. And I don't pick with my fingers that often. So I haven't got to where I'm trying to play acoustic again or playing a lot of stuff. Like if you've, if you've played guitar a long time, you guys will know that like at some point, if you were really serious and I'm not this serious, but John from Pupcast uh, has gotten to the point where they've bought fake nails so you can pick properly. Yeah. Um, that's no, that's a thing. It totally is a thing. Oh yeah. If you, if you play classical guitar, whatever hand is your picking hand, I, at some point you're going to put some press on nails I've, on because it makes a difference. I've I've known or you keep your I've nails known on. A, I've known a few mu- musicians who their uh, their nails weren't hard enough, so that he would he would totally go to the salon. These or this couple of guys, they would totally go to the nail salon and get fake nails put on their right hands just out past the tip of their fingers so they could actually pick the guitar without without much trouble. I mean, I've seen it. I've I've seen it. It's just I don't I don't know. And I I've seen classical guitar players who grow their nails out like and just next a time that you hang out inch. with John, look at his right hand. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's got a saber-tooth hand. <laughs> Claws. Because he's when I first met him, I was picking... like, "Do you do cocaine?" <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't just his pinky. 
But, I mean, the pinky at that point has multiple uses, right? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, John, love you. Mm-hmm. We know better. Right. So, I kind of want to transition a little bit. Yeah. Um, we've been talking bullshit for longer than 30 minutes. We have been. A little bit. It's a uh, slap happy episode. It is. I, and I think it's because there's a little bit of a lot of the same. I'm going to, Jason, anything, what, what you've been doing game wise? Uh, pretty much all the same. I didn't, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't even turn on the PC, so I haven't gotten much more, uh, battle tech, battle tech in. Um, no battle did tech. you notice that it's free on game pass on PC? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, but it's the just the core. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, it, but if you're curious, I mean, this table at some point will probably have 400 plus hours into that game. Yeah. Now is not, there's never been a better time to try Battletech if you're interested. Yep. Definitely. The base game will give and, you an idea of what, what and, you expect. And it's a very solid game. I just haven't had the uh, the time to invest in the, in the campaign. So... Um, I've been, been just picking up more, more Call of Duty because for some reason that's the only thing that I seem to be able to keep my attention on. You just default to Call of Duty anymore? I, I mean, it's not a bad thing. Call of Duty has has its following. Most of it is just. For whatever reason, I cannot stand third person right now. I don't know what it is. Oh, I don't know. But it annoys the shit out of me. I mean, so we we all ha- end up, you know, we have a genre that we like, but so, after a while, it gets old. I mean, so I kind of bounced around between uh, mostly Call of Duty, but also after seeing Justin uh, uh, starting up Fallout Four again last week. I'm thinking about I did a, some fallout. I did a few hours of that too, yeah. uh, with some with the same survival mod. That yeah, I think it's uploaded. on Xbox. Mm-hmm. It is. It does. I'll tell you what. That mod makes it trains you for how to play Fallout in a different way. I got better at playing Fallout because I had to use melee and had to understand melee finally, which I haven't played a melee character in a real long time. So it, the survival mod, because ammo is so rare and it takes you so long to get to a point where you can craft ammo, you got to use melee quite a bit because raiders aren't dropping ammunition for the most part, right? Like three rounds ain't going to do you nothing, and it still does the same damage. Uh, it makes things a little bit more lethal, so like they die in fewer hits and die in fewer bullets. But on the flip side of that, you've got to learn how to block. And that's an interesting... And like I learned how to power attack without just hitting the power attack button so if you run up on things you can power attack um with just the light attack which has been something i've been dicking around with quite a bit um though i will say i uh um knowing i didn't have a uh, whole lot of time to invest in it this last week i kind of cheated it and i loaded it with a previous save so i kind of started with a mountain of ammo well well, that's not fair um but it's single player who cares but it's single player and you know i just wanted the additional like just one see the additional challenge as far as you know going around scavenging and stuff 
if you're really curious on a really hardcore mode, um, so the mod that we're talking about is called fuck. What is that called? Shit. I can't even remember off the top of my head. Well, there's one I've been wanting to try called Frost, which puts it pulls it into a completely alternate timeline that is pure survival, but I haven't gotten that hardcore yet. And the mod that I've been going with right now, I cannot remember what the... I'm going to have to look it up. What? the? I can't remember the name of the mod I was using last that I installed with Fallout. There's yeah. like... You have like 500 of them. I, it doesn't surprise me at all that you don't have that information right at, you know, right handy. It, Horizon. I mean. I just said it, it's, it's one of the most popular ones because it retools all the gameplays, even crafting recipes and everything else. So basically, all I, I haven't loaded it up with a crazy amount. I want to say it's about 10 mods that I got going right now. So, and. That's, that's light compared to. It is. It's all it is is it's the overhaul, which is survival, horizon, some texture mods that redo a lot of the textures and up the resolution, um, a lighting mod, um, an alternate start mod, an NPC mod that adds additional NPCs or followers essentially, and like a mod that helps with building. And then I think the others are just like utility mods. So. Yeah. I could make it harder. I don't like the survival part of that mod as much as I like just the scarcity of ammunition and the way that it forces you to use melee. So I turned off the survival portion of it um, to just play it with scarcity of ammo and then, you know, having to unlock a lot of recipes before you get to a point where you're using guns. Right. So it forced me to learn how to melee a lot better, which led me back to playing more 76 for whatever reason. Um I've gotten a lot of wear and tear out of that game. Um, Green Man was having a sale last weekend for the PC version of the game for under 20 bucks, And I'd just done so much for dogs and everything else. I didn't have anything to buy for me. So I bought these t-shirts. I've got another one coming in the mail. Mm -hmm. And then um, I bought that for like $18 on Green Man. And it was a double XP weekend kind of thing. So you're leveling faster. So I was like, I'm just going to try a melee character and just see what happens. Um, and boy, oh boy, I'm having some fun with melee. There you go. I I will say, comparing the two, I've got Fallout 4 with a shitload of mods. Well, I say shitload. A lot of, a decent amount of texture mods. Right. Um, and even lighting mods. Um, it doesn't do dynamic lighting at all. It's all static lighting. Even the lighting mods kind of redo it. But, I mean, you have some shadows, but it's not quite the same. Um, Fallout 76 defaults to higher textures to mm -hmm. begin with by a considerable amount to the point, like, you know, I'm, you can't mod it. So it's the vanilla game, essentially. But the dynamic lighting in that is pretty excellent. And the length of distance, the LOD stuff on that is actually very good. Mm -hmm. So it's one of the things that I really noticed off the bat. And then just some things really playing the two together simultaneously, right? Um, there's a lot of quality of life stuff I never really noticed, like just being able to scrap anything at any station um, in 76 versus not being able to do that in the other. True. Um, and then the economy is just based around buying plans, essentially, for different things um, that you're not finding out in the world. And a lot of the rewards include plans. And it has quest rewards. So Fallout... Four is just XP rewards. You're not getting items. Right. 
there's item rolls with 76, so you get something with a legendary stat or something like that. Right, but they had to MMO it somehow. So. Right. And so, like, those kinds of things, those quality of life things are kind of neat that I've kind of noticed. But I've been playing, I figured out what I wanted to do was strength build. Um, you can't do low intelligence strength build with 76 because you don't, the Idiot Savant part I don't think is even a thing in there. So you could do Idiot Savant, which will give you just bonus XP randomly with a really low intelligence. You need the high intelligence to get high durability on your weapons. So, and the better recipes for that. So it's basically like, um, you know, 45% strength, another 30% intelligence, and everything else is redistributed amongst all the other stats. Um, but it means that he's a fucking powerhouse. Like, I was showing Jason, I was like, so let me put this in context. I have no additional ability with my weapons. I've got this 44 revolver that does 50 damage and crits for about 85 damage. Mm. Here's my super sledge. My regular hit hits for like 150, and my heavy hit hits for 250, and when it crits, it crits for like 300. It's like, yeah. And I've got all everything set up so that I swing faster and do all this stuff. So I basically just run up on people and rush them and then beat the shit out of people yeah. with my super sledge. You just, you just beat somebody into a paste and you're done with it. Yeah. yeah. It's actually fairly satisfying. Of course. Everything. Of course it is. Just beating somebody with a sledgehammer. With jets on it. I mean. I mean, it started off, I had a aluminum baseball bat with jets and blades on it and then it turned into the super sledge and i'm just not letting go of that super sledge for a while <laughs> yeah it seems like a uh it's, well i mean i've never i thinking back 76 were... has just gotten a hell of a lot better if you can find it on the cheap and you're just curious yeah it's definitely not the game it was a year and a half ago that was pretty fucked yeah but yeah, I still, uh, I probably still won't play. <laughs> yeah, I only had. There's a lot more people on PC. Yeah. Um, I did have one negative experience where I was taking over. So you can take over a workshop, and what that gets you is, you plant down like a junk extractor or something on it, and it gives you extra junk. Mm -hmm. Um, and you usually get a plan reward for doing it. And then if you defend one of the waves of enemies that comes at the workshop and you fire it up. You usually get another plan reward. Well, I captured it, got the deal, and then got the uh, everything set up for that. Now, it doesn't use your resources until it's completely out, but I use the workshop resources to build everything on it. Um, but I got it set up for the wave, and then somebody who was max level came over and like just fucking annihilated me. I was like, man, I'm like level 20 right now. Like, What kind of satisfaction are you getting out of this? Of course, at that point, I didn't really have anything on me, so I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to abandon it. I'm not going to really mess with this. Mm -hmm. But once you do that, it does enable PvP mode anytime you claim a workshop. Every time else, though, it doesn't. So you can set it so even if you accidentally friendly fire somebody, you're not engaging them in PvP, which is what I usually do. So that guy was just sitting there waiting for you to, you know, to load that up so that... He must have just fired up the map. It doesn't give him, a, like, a map-wide alert or anything, but if you look on the map, you can see that the event of me reclaiming it and you could fast travel to that to interrupt that event to get the resources but at that point i was just like yeah i'm not gonna mess with it right okay well that yeah we we, we pc players aren't necessarily the, the the nicest of people um 
I play it solo as fuck. Right. But, um, but, and occasionally they had this event called Fashionit or something like that. It was part of Double XP Weekend, and it's a bunch of, like, robots with, like, Mardi Gras-type style masks or, like, Russian fairy tale style masks going around, like a goblin and a witch and a bunch of other stuff. They still this really catchy, like, Jetsons tune as they walk. And you got to, like, protect them as they walk in this circuit around the town in this really weird German-themed thing. And every time you run this event, like, you get a legendary. So, like, I was running that thing... It was popping up like every half hour, so I was like, just kept doing that over and over this weekend. I was having a lot of fun with it, but I don't know. I've talked long enough about this. I'm probably going to continue to play it. By the time Last of Us Two comes out, it'll actually be coming out Friday next week, so I'm not going to have time to talk about it until the following week. Right. I do plan on actually getting that and playing the fuck out of it, though. You 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 do that. Besides... If Final Fantasy remake finally releases a fucking patch. Yes, I will play that too, but I'm just too spoiled right now to be looking at low-resolution textures. Hmm, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind being a bitch about it. I even didn't even really fire up ESO this week, which is crazy. I was going to play more of that, and I just didn't. I no. got wrapped up in fallouts. I've uh, I've just basically stayed this, you know, stayed playing Final Fantasy XIV, because, I mean, that's that's the addiction now. Um, but Final Fantasy fourteen is is uh, uh it's been keeping my uh, it's keeping my interest and I'm actually spending less money, which is kind of good at the moment. Um, you know, spending less money on uh you know on my gaming sessions, which is great. Though I I after I got to uh to oh my god dog seriously um. Uh, after I got to level eighty on my uh, on my white mage uh, with uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, it was, what do I do next? I mean, the, there's a lot of shit that you can do in that game, but uh, a lot of it revolves around, you know, either you know doing another class or or whatnot, or you can do, uh, you you could just continue to run dungeons over and over again, but that's kind of repetitive. So I decided to do something that I hadn't done on my previous playthrough, and that was to to do a relic weapon quest, which is basically a saga of quests uh, to get a very shiny weapon. Uh, and you have to do it all on one class or one job. Uh, and you have to, and it's, it's fucking tedious as hell. Like, there is a fuckload of resources that it takes. It requires a lot of fucking time. It requires you to run, like, a hundred instances. Uh, you know, it's, it's fucking nuts. Uh, and I decided, I'm going to see how fast I can do this. I'm going to see how fast I can do this tedious, uh, tedious-ass task. Uh, so I worked on my A Realm Reborn uh, relic weapon uh, for White Mage. Uh, so I was running a bunch of fucking dungeons as a healer, solo. Um, and uh, I was able to get it done in about a week. It's, uh, it was, like, I was, the fastest run I had was, uh, it was a 2 minute and 45 second run. And you can kind of time it when you do solo runs. Uh, it'll right. start a timer so you can kind of, like, speed run shit, right? So I was kind of working my way down in the time so that I could get down to below three minutes. That was about, 
as optimal as I could get. Uh, but I got down to two minutes and 45 seconds on one run, and I was happy with it. I think the dog is deciding that it is time for a break. But um, I've... <laughs> Yeah, but I've been ha I've been having a lot of fun with it. I got my uh, I got my Zeta weapon, which is uh, uh, the Nirvana Zeta, which is shiny, I guess. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna continue playing, you know, uh, playing Final Fantasy XIV until something jumps out at me. And I'm and there's been some stuff that will be coming up in the news section here that's gonna catch my eye, for sure. Uh, but for right now, let's I'll take do. a break. All right, let's do that. We'll we'll be back. And we're back. <laughs> well, I kept waiting for Justin. You raised your hand. I was like, fucking Justin there's the cue. Really, Justin there's was moving the cue. The fucking microphone. Like, I'm about to say something. You had to fucking say something, you asshole. All right. Anyway, we're back, dude. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's been a break. We pooped the dog. And, uh, now we're back with some news. Yeah. In the wake of non E3. Right. We got, we got like, the micro E3 uh, news. We got up. a few lives, a few streams of information that have come out. Yeah, there's, there's been some things. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, PS5 stuff coming out, and then I mean, the biggest thing was the uh, was the PlayStation Five reveal. The PlayStation uh, Five router. The, <laughs> the PlayStation Five uh, uh, modern art masterpiece. Um, I mean, I've already seen the meme of the. The mini fridge or the router, because both of them are kind of ugly systems. Well, I mean, it depends on your decor, right? So, I'm in a place right now where I'm literally going to have to put these on a shelf because they're not going to fit in the cabinet. Well, they're fucking honking. Like the, so I'm going to have uh, to take down my Fallout shelf and put consoles on it because of the dog. <laughs> well, I mean, from the size comparison, so uh, so there's pictures of the uh, PlayStation 5's design, if you want to call it that, um, available on the internet right the fuck now, and it does quite look like a, uh, a cross between a router and something else. Um, I mean, it. <sighs> part of it's the color scheme, just to me it looks... The white and blue? White and fucking ugly. <laughs> white, black with blue lights. Yeah. Um, I mean, you were going to get blue lights anyway, uh, but the, uh, the white shell, it, it's, so this is what, what it is. They, uh, they compared the PlayStation 5's size using standards like the USB port and the disk drive and compared them to the, uh, the Xbox picture reveal of the new Xbox and all of the, you know, the previous generations to kind of get an idea of what size you're looking at in your home. Uh, and 
you remember when the PlayStation 3 first came out with the clamshell? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the launch PlayStation 3 before they had the Slim. Uh, the PlayStation 3 was arguably one of the largest, you know, pieces of plastic in your in your living room. That and, is true. And uh, the uh, PlayStation 5 actually makes the PlayStation 3 look small. I mean, it's about, I don't know, it, it's hard to quantify because you can't really do anything side by side. It's not like they had a soda can next to it or anything. They were just comparing the 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 size of the disk drive essentially in the USB ports and just kind of scaling the pictures to to match but it looks like about half a hand taller than a you know a PlayStation 3 is and about as thick uh which means that fucker is going to be probably the biggest console under your TV if you can fit it there been worried about my dog eating it so I can't set it on top of the well, you're going to need to fucking, like, find a way to put it into a lockbox. Um, Basically. Of course, the uh, the details that was revealed recently did not include a price or a date. Um, so the speculation currently is the same as it was before, you know, holiday 2020. It would make no goddamn sense whatsoever for them to delay it any longer than that. Uh, they would be missing out on all the holiday dollars, and I'm pretty sure that that's not what they want to do. Um, if they want to make it a Christmas thing, I'm sure they're going to, del- you know, they'll be dropping information about uh, launch day and pricing very soon. Um, I wouldn't expect it to. Uh, I wouldn't expect them you know, to wait very long for that yeah, uh, no. that information. Uh, you're going to want to get the idea of how much it is and when to get it out in about August at the latest to have it available September, November. Yep. You know, somewhere, somewhere in there. I'm thinking it's going to be October, November uh, so that it can be under a Christmas tree. Yep. Uh but that's uh that that's kind of the idea right now. The um you know they did detail a lot of the uh, peripherals that came uh, that they're going to be launching with it including wireless controllers, uh a wireless headphone set that allows you to do 3D audio uh that kind of, that runs right off of the machine. And of course the uh the normal stuff that you would get for uh, for your controllers, like charge ports and things like that, um, and uh, they they did have it looked like a a camera, but I'm not exactly sure exactly what that's for. Probably for the uh, uh, for the uh, PSVR. Uh, the the thing is is they also uh, released information about games. Uh, that will be coming out for the PlayStation 5, and there is a fair bit of it. Yeah, well... well now I'm having a brain fart. You, I mean... Well, you had the... Uh, probably did. one of the biggest reveals was the new Resident Evil 8, which they've titled Village. I mean, the... The V-I-L-L is the 8. It's... it's 
I, I, I actually kind of smiled at that. That was, that was a pretty good integration there. That was, uh, hey. It looked like it, it was witches. Is that what it was? It looked, and then, yeah, like, it, weird mutant creatures. Yeah. It looked like a quite a bit of divergence from from your typical Resident Evil. And they're getting, uh, I'd say I agree with a lot of the, the journalist on this. Resident Evil is best when it's weird. Um, <laughs> and they're definitely getting back into that. It looks like with this one, I mean, you've seen what looks like witches, werewolves, and well, we don't know who exactly. knows what else. We don't know exactly what it was. It was kind of like mid transformation, but a guy that transforms essentially yeah. up into something. It's speculated to be a werewolf, kind of. It it was it. Felt it kind of looked like it. I it mean, felt very like Transylvania, Romania style, with the castle in the background and a small village in a forest, and it was kind of it. It, it felt like that, you know. It felt like I don't know. And like then a, you, uh, like a Resident Evil meets Castlevania situation. It looked like something I might play. I. The weird, the one that came out most recently, seven, um, was too weirdly real to life for me. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> the weird, creepy hobo people, I just, I can't, I couldn't do it. Something about cannibals just really creeps me out. But zombies don't for some reason. Yeah, go figure. Well, I mean, you know, one doesn't exist and the other does, kind of. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. When it's like real horror, I actually have a harder time with that than I do fantasy. The chick is basically like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but there was also some very fucking supernatural shit in so So Yeah. Um, I never, I did the, well, here's the, here's the problem. I did the VR demo. I mean, I fuck probably, that so hard. That's... You probably like scared the shit right out of you, so you had no more shit to give. Um, yeah, <laughs> I never ended up even digging into it, and that's kind of surprising. Uh, I mean, I, full disclosure, I haven't, but uh, I had, uh, uh, I knew enough about it to know that it wouldn't be a game for me. That, and I have a problem with shooting anybody for more than a couple times and having them come at me with a fucking shovel Uh, (laughs) or whatever fucking like tool he ends up picking up in the garage and beating the piss out of a fucking car. No, I'm I'm good. Good. Thanks. I have have problems with that. (laughs) They also, um, released reveal trailers for the new Spider-Man game, yeah. which is going to concentrate on Miles Morales, it looks like. Um, which everybody kind of speculated because of the way the first game ended. Yeah. Um, well, he's got a really cool set of powers, too. Like, yeah. you know, he 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 diverges from the the normal Spider-Man and has a lot more, like, attack style powers mm-hmm. so that would be it's kind of interesting to see and then you had uh, uh, also a new trailer for the remaster of Demon Souls oh, uh, Souls yeah and 
We kind of went through the trailer. I wanted to see how much different it looked than the original. It looks like they added art to it, but like the bosses have the same look, but it looks like a modern game. It looks more modern than all of the Souls games. Well, I mean, you. So this uh, this is made from a by the same company that did the uh, Shadow of Colossus. I think it was. That makes the, sense. So so they're taking those games from the was it PlayStation two two three era. Yeah. Uh, and they're updating them with modern tech. Essentially, uh, there was a lot more particles that I, you know, you know, particle effects and uh, lighting effects available in, you know, in today's consoles, especially with the PlayStation Five having a powerhouse behind it. So that uh, that makes sense. Um, I didn't get my hands on Demon Souls originally, but I might actually give it a try. Yeah, I beat it a while back. I Demon Souls is harder than Souls One, uh, Dark Souls One, Two, and Three. I'm just gonna say that it is less forgiving. It'd be interesting to see if they keep that though. That I mean, it's not the same developer. You know, it is. It's not a Japan studio, but I didn't see From Software anywhere. There was in there. no From Software on here. Maybe it. they lost the rights. Uh, like I didn't make... see Bandai Namco or Namco Bandai anywhere or. From software, right? I didn't see either one of those on the, uh, you know, f- you know, from the developer screens though. Uh, so that's that would be interesting to see if they keep the same, you know, difficulty control scheme, uh, you know, that you would remember from, you know, from that game. Um, and of course, control schemes have improved and evolved since then. I mean, the, you know, FromSoft actually. You know, from software actually uh, learned over time to improve those games, and I'm sure that if you know, if uh, they're making a remaster or a remake of those games, they're going to learn. You know, you know, heavily rely on that kind of reference material. Hopefully, oh yeah, you know, to uh, to make sure that the game feels authentic. Because you don't want a fucking Demon Souls that's basically a fucking cutscene, right? So, <laughs> right. Yeah, well, there's not that many cutscenes in the game to begin with um, on any of the Souls games, and it's usually during major world changes that you see an event. Um, like you get a an intro trailer usually to the game, right? And then as big things change in the game, you'll get trailers, but there's usually very little, if any, spoken dialogue. Uh, the it's the journey that's in the combat which is important to demon souls or the souls games anyway yeah. like bloodborne is very little spoken dialogue that it's, game is hard as fuck that, i mean that's just the mo for you know that's the that's how that game those games play well it works cuz of also it works because you did very little localization work well that i mean what information and what uh part of the game is actually like trying to figure out what the fuck is happening like where the fuck you are and what you're what somewhere the between heaven and hell, essentially. Right. And what the point like, is, if you think about it, like it's basically, I'm sure somebody could prove me wrong, but to me, it seems like you're, you're in limbo. That's kind of, that was kind of the idea. Um, it, it's how they 
came across of making a mechanic where you can die and continue to come back over and over again. Right. And how you try to regain humanity and lose it when you die and things like that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that, that was, that was a, th- a thing that I saw. Um, another one of the games that, uh, that they put out there was something that I knew was going to fucking happen. You know, a, a new Horizon Zero Dawn game. Like a horizon. It's game. weird that they waited a whole console generation to come out with another one. Well, it it is and it isn't. Like it was a kind of a tech demo that ended up being a cool game for the first for PS4. Right. They they kind of had a problem trying to continue Aloy's story. Uh, after the expansions came out of it, I think they they ran into a. Uh, an issue continuing the story in somewhat. Uh, so, yeah, the story pretty much resolves itself, and uh, it, and that's the thing. They were, they, I, I think they hit a roadblock there. But from the trailer that we saw for the uh, for the New Horizon game, doesn't look like much time has passed. She looks very similar to the end mm-hmm. of you know uh, end of the uh, Zero Dawn situation. So. Uh, so, so she it, went from like 21 to 25. <laughs> I don't think she didn't. I, I don't think there's a whole lot of time from the end of the current story to where they're going next. It's just, it'll be interesting to see where they go. Uh, they go next. Honestly, I mean, I know it's not part of this news part of the cycle, but I am pretty excited about Last of Us 2. I'm glad that's coming out in a week. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are. Um, we were seeing some uh, some video from it's, you know from that. It's crazy. They did the exact same thing with the last console. When you went three to four, Last of Us had basically released at the very end of the console cycle for three, which is why there's a remake of four that came out a year later. Which I own both copies because I really like that game. But it was just weird that Last of Us came out right. Yeah. Then PS4 comes out. Right. And they're right? gonna do it again. It's, it was like the filler game between consoles. They're probably going to do I mean, and it really pushed the PS3, like... Yeah, it sounded like a freaking jet turbine when you were playing that game. <laughs> well, granted, your PS3 was on its last legs, considering it died when I tried playing damn game on it. Yeah, it's that's true. The, that's the one that we tore apart, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the one I actually tried to tear apart and fix the CPU cooler, because... Yeah. It was obviously dying. Yeah, yeah. We we I, I got to see the uh, the thermal interface for that. That was uh, train wreck. Not a, not a great time. <laughs> not a. It was, I had to do a lot of cleaning on that bitch when I tore it apart. Yeah, that came from the the apartment that I smoked in regularly. Oh yeah, and that never got vacuumed it, or dusted it, or anything. We know. <laughs> More, my, more of my more normal, more my more bachelor years. Right. <laughs> so there was one uh, non PS4 thing I did want to did want bring up. So Nintendo uh, came out with some more news uh, regarding that recent hack. Oh yeah, and they confirmed that uh, it the hack does affect roughly. Uh, 300,000 accounts but those accounts uh, were accounts that were linked to old 
uh, Wii U and 3DS accounts. Uh So if you used the same login for your Nintendo Switch that you used for your Wii U or your 3DS, um, those were the those were the ones that were specifically affected. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not part of that, so Yep, me either. Um so they have uh to prevent any future uh vulnerabilities, you can no longer log into your Nintendo Switch account with those same credentials. Um but you know Somebody already still has your information if... Right, you want to change any other password. I mean, you shouldn't be using yep. the same password for multiple things. Use a password manager, oh my god. Um, uh, I Quick note on that, I used a password manager to set up Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. And it does not copy the password over to the launcher. And so now I have to look up this like 37 character password that's numbers, letters, and... You fucking can, ridiculous. I don't, I'm not sure which one you're using, but I, you know, I use uh, uh, Dashlane, and uh, it's it's Bethesda's launcher that just doesn't do it. But you can copy it to clipboard, just so you know. <laughs> Most of them will allow you to do that. Copy and paste. But I can't me. just remember it and type it in because I have to fucking log in every time I turn on the computer. Just use a passphrase, dude. Change the password. Use a passphrase that you know is going to be fucking like something that you can type. I mean, it's it, it, it can be fucking like... And any passphrase can get infinitely more secure if you just put a special character in front of it. Can, not infinitely, but... Well, I mean... I use special characters in all my passwords. I just yeah. hate using the, the fucking bullshit that those password managers make. Oh, well... I mean, the password managers make really fucking strong passwords, and they're convenient for most websites. Maybe yep. not launchers, but most websites. You know, but you know, launchers. For instance, like my Final Fantasy fourteen is a passphrase. So, uh, because I got tired of doing that exact same thing, typing in fucking like thirty six random characters. So, <laughs> uh. Let's see. And we'll we'll plug a fucking password manager and provide more uh, more details if they sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um let's see, there's more. <laughs> oh, uh did you see the Hitman trailer? No, I I wasn't a big fan of the last two Hitman games, honestly. Well, I'm hoping that the you know that uh Hitman three uh is going to be a, not an episodic game. Um, <laughs> I, I have hated on episodic games for a while. I have the whole thing, and I still haven't played and beat either one just because I didn't. Yeah, it it's it did for some reason it doesn't feel as fun. I know that some people hate on Absolution, but I, Absolution is essentially just like the other Hitman games, where the last two Hitman games are not like that. Well, I mean. The last two Hitman games are five levels that you play over and over and over again in different ways. Right. Whereas Absolution was like 20 different levels. Right. And, I mean, with the the latest Hitman game, is just, 
if you do the challenge levels where you know people create their own fucking challenges i mean, I, it's, I'm way more into following the following the created levels made by the developer instead of them getting lazy and doing it that way oh well sure yeah it's some of the you know some of the challenge levels are actually you know pretty crazy uh they do a pretty good you know the the people who put time into it they do a pretty good job uh, it's just Hitman has not been a thing for me for years. So, uh, I, was, I saw it. Maybe it, you know, it may, you know, maybe it continues to be a uh, a quality game, but we'll see. Uh, there's, you know, there was a few more details here. Uh, from I mean, there was a lot of shit that dropped out. Uh, there's gonna be a new Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, uh, Rift Apart. Hey, you you fucking hate on it if you want to. I played all. You know, I I think I played all but the l- most recent Ratchet and Clank game. Um, and yeah, it's they're fun times if you like collecting nuts and bolts. Uh. You know, and big guns and fucking shit. It, it what for me what it was is uh, more of a tech demo as to how fast things load because they were going from like one environment to the next environment to the next environment very quickly. Um, like there was a few seconds worth of like going through a like a rift area and then it loads into a completely different environment, which kind of showcases how fast the PlayStation 5 can load new environments. You know, like, fully draw new environments. I gotcha. So, I mean, from from that, I'm not necessarily super hyped about the gameplay itself. I just saw the, you know, saw how fast things were loading, which, it's, uh, it's, it's looking nice. It's looking nice. Uh... I've been watching uh, a lot of the the internet go through the tech specs for you know PlayStation Five and both you know actually both new consoles with the uh, uh, you know with the SSD technology that they're going to be putting into it. Of course, the claims for uh, SSD being kind of overblown at first, and then dialed back a bit, and then kind of like. It instead of going like it's the fastest around, it's going to be you know the best in its class, which is still pretty goddamn good. Uh, the uh, the the idea is is that uh, when the PlayStation Five comes out and when the new con- new generation of consoles comes out, it's going to be the place to get your speed. Right. Instead of looking at, and that's it's a jab at the PC market right now, because there is still quite a few people who are running mechanical drives, and there are because they're affordable, but stupid uh, affordable. But the thing is, is it's going to in most cases under under an average you know you know looking at everybody's averages if you have a PlayStation 5 in your home versus the average PC 
your PlayStation 5 is going to load that uh, that level faster than your PC. You know, if everything was average. Might not be the same case for me. Probably not for me with my MVME. Right. But the average, you know, average person is going to be running at, at most an early SSD or maybe still a mechanical drive. So their load times are actually going to be slower on their PC than their PlayStation. Spend a hundred dollars is fucking worth it. Right. It's it. I mean, it's a fairly easy upgrade, uh, but that's not that's not the point. I mean, the the point is is that they're uh, that they were going out and saying, "Hey, this is going to be fast. You're going to have really quick load times with your console," which is. Something that was sorely needed. Holy fuck! I mean, that was the whole reason why I don't play console. Is that the load times were so goddamn long? That and I couldn't get the resolution out of them. That's not gonna be a problem with the new. Uh, I, I I couldn't I couldn't get good frame rates and and resolution because I don't have the pro versions of everything. Okay, so. When the fucking PlayStation 5 comes out, and, that, and I've actually kind of thought about this, it's going to be the PlayStation 5 that I pick up. That fucking router-looking piece of you know piece of plastic is going to end up underneath my fucking TV. It's going to be the only white console I have because it's got to stand out, right? Yeah, it very much seems like it has to stand out. <laughs> I just checked for you since we were talking about it. Um... Western Digital has a 500 gig NVMe for 69 bucks. Yeah, see, and I think you can get a, a one terabyte for, you know, for about a hundred. Uh, uh, one nineteen, one nineteen for Samsung Evo. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, sure, you have to have a uh, have a uh, a system that or uh, a motherboard that can run it. Uh, but a know, lot of the ones in the last like three or four years can run it. It was a whole run last year when we were upgrading my board. Yeah. Right, like we did the AMD build plus the board, and then I, that set me back three hundred dollars for the AMD build plus a board that would run in VME. Right, and I coughed up another hundred bucks for an NVMe, and pretty life changing for gaming. Like the whole reason. So I know I'm on one of the outliers that plays seventy six, but playing that on Xbox One X, well, looks decent, running in four K. Um, load times on it are kind of atrocious. Uh, you might as well. It's it's easily a minute between loading with that. NVMe, uh, five seconds. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. quick. It's super quick. Yeah, so, very little choppiness in my frame rate, even with a lot going on. It just it loads things so fast. And, and even if your board doesn't include an, uh, an M.2 uh, form factor drive location uh, or natively support NVMe drives, you can get a PCI card that will go into a you know a normal PCI slot and you know and you've probably got one fucking just sitting there not doing anything uh, that will allow you to use NVMe you know the NVMe SSDs the M.2 versions of them um, you know using one of your spare PCI slots so that that right there means that a lot of machines can you know take advantage of it it takes maybe uh, low to middling, uh, medium know, level computer build knowledge. Know, computer build knowledge. You uh, need to be able to open it up and you know put a card in. But from there, it should register just like any other drive. 
Unless you're using it as your boot drive, and then it's a little trickier. A little. It depends. It depends on the board. <laughs> it, so that's very much true. We dicked around with mine for like two weeks. Right. So, um, But you could put it on your board and load games on it, and then be just fine. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the point. I wanted fast boot. Yeah. I mean, for most people, it's going to be... Just if you have an NVMe drive and you want to use it as a you know as a game drive, that is a really solid option. Uh, you could run you know you know you could run all of your games off of the NVMe and still keep your operating system on whatever drive you currently have and be perfectly fine. Just migrate everything from your Steam library over and good. But I didn't really have much else, Jason. Nope. I got nothing. Uh, not much on my side here. I mean, just keeping you know, uh, keep an eye out for uh, you know, for more news. Now that uh, now that the PlayStation Five stuff comes out, it's basically the balls in the court for uh, for Xbox to uh, to throw out their uh, their information. So. Uh, we'll see more details as we go along, sure. Yep. So with that, find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channels, YouTube.com slash TheRealTiltCast. And search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Find some friends of the show. You've got Cabbage, KBG, For the Love of Gaming, Pupcast, NoQuarters.net, B, uh, bmfcast.com and tvgp.tv they don't play MMOs and with that it's the end of the show alright peace